1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement. Due $35 per line connection charge applies. CTmobile.com.
0: Your official station to talk jets, the fan. 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. should be the jam we play between K-Mac and C-Mac on the fan. Return of the Mac. K-Mac, your nighttime host. C-Mac, your overnight host. The Mac attack. Yankee fans standing on business. I text C-Mac earlier. I'm waiting for C-Mac to pull up. C-Mac, you never hit me back, bro. I know you got to be either on your way here or here right now. Uh, I'm becoming a bigger C-Mac fan listening to his shows at night. And, uh, I mean, I already was from Carton and Roberts. Uh, I feel like he, as a Yankee fan, right, I feel like as a a fan, you listen and you listen to who you align with as, like, a host, right? Whoever you, like, if you're a Jets fan, so I guess you're, you know, you're rolling with what BT has to say or maybe not. But, like, I, I feel like as the conversations are being had on the radio, you're waiting for somebody to interject with your thought. And that's why a lot of you call because, that might not happen, so you want to call and say this. Um But C Mac, a lot of times, I felt like was the voice of reason, or would interject with the Yankee thought or the Yankee take. And even when they went back to the whole like arson judge thing, right? I remember when the arson judge thing happened, I didn't react at all because I'm like, there's a typo in this, and John Heyman, like, not for nothing, I'm like, what? Why would John Heyman be break, breaking Yankees news? And I know Judge was a free agent, or whatever. And Big Mac was was spot on. I don't believe this, whatever. So. You know, as I listen to the show today and even think back to the Carton and Roberts times, like we had Craig as a Yankee fan in the afternoon drive. You know, Craig ain't no Yankee fan, but he had to, you know, play as one uh, with Evan. And then Tiki as the Yankee fan, you know, Tiki ain't no Yankee fan. He didn't really watch baseball growing up. He's a professional athlete. He played football and like loved Tiki whatever, but like he can't really, you know, go – against Evan and counter um, the way that, you know, I feel like Yankee fans would want to counter Evan. But C-Mac could. C-Mac could turn his mic on, and Craig might have to tell him to turn his mic off. C-Mac could be that voice of reason from the Yankee universe to interject. So C-Mac's coming up next. We got one more hour. Let's get as many calls in as we can. Mike in Bergen County. Mike, you're on the fan.
4: Hey, Keith, I'm usually not up this late, but yeah, you know, I had to work a little late. And I just want to tell you, you know, I, I love your show. I love your passion. But I I mean, it really, I mean, it's
0: it's really, it's
2: enlightening. Well,
0: thank Um, you for staying up. Uh, All of this is on the podcast. So if you ever want to just go to sleep, go to the podcast and you can rewind. But if you want to call, you got to listen live. So thank you for calling as well.
4: uh, You mentioned you have an eight-year-old son. Uh, Did you get his 40 time yet?
0: Eight months. I wish my son was eight. I'd be having a blast. He's only eight, eight months. He
4: can't eight can, months old. He can't even crawl. <laughs> okay.
0: No. Nah. But no, he's strong already. He he beats me up already. Um he can crawl, but he can't crawl forward. For some reason, he can he can go clockwise, counterclockwise, he can even reverse. But the boy, it hasn't clicked in his head yet. I try and I'm like, pick your knees up, son. Like left, right. It just it's not there yet, but it's on the way.
4: Put the stripes in your yard. You know, let him five yards. Let him, let him keep going and he'll start crawling.
0: Yeah, we're, we're getting there. I'm hoping by Christmas he takes that first forward movement. All right. I,
4: I got, I don't know if you're into the John Sterling calls or not. But of I got, course, I, got the be- I heard them I doing the- it on the
0: afternoon show. I was like, I was doing that in mid November before Monsoto was here. We had people calling up and, right, uh, I, you know, I doing their the, John I, Sterling calls. I got the beginning
4: of it, but I can't get the end of it. And I know you're a sports guy, so maybe you can. How about it is high, it is far, it is one.
0: I think today they said it can't be like one and gone. Like it can't be that simple. It's got to be something that,
4: you, you know, know. I mean, I mean I've, I've been thinking about it. it. It can't be just, you know, it is high, it is far, it is one. It's got to be something after that. I can't grasp it yet.
0: No, we'll get there. John John is getting there. I'm sure I actually meant to call John today. Maybe I'll call him over the weekend because um, I'm going to tell him, John, it's got to be good. It's got to, you've got plenty of time, but it's got to be good for this guy. This is a generational talent. This is one that is going to be iconic. You are a legend. You've done this so many times. You 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 can't come up short on this one. This one's got to knock it out of the park like he does. Yeah, absolutely. I mean,
4: listen, this is a knock-it-out-of-the-park signing, so you got to really knock this out of the park.
0: Yeah, John will. Like, Thanks for the call, Mike. Thank you for staying up. Thank you for dialing in and joining the show. I appreciate everyone that listens. Uh, whether you're the biggest fan of me or whether you're not a fan of, of me at all, I, I do know it's ten after one. You know, you could be sleeping, you could be uh doing anything else. You could be watching the Devils right now with the with the radio off. I'm hoping that the Devils finish this one right now in regulation with uh, about a minute and a half left. Let's go to young Josh and Passaic. He's probably watching the Devils too.
3: Yep, yeah, Keith, hoping they could close us out. Keith. Yeah, we're, we're on our way. We're on our way. Hopefully they're really getting out shot. That power play was like, eh, try to get a shot on.
0: Mhm. Empty net right now. It's it's about to be a wrap. One minute. Come on. I don't want to jinx it though. This mic is powerful. We gotta watch what you say.
3: Hopefully. So first keep I mean, it's just strange this offseason, right? Last offseason was the Mets making all these moves, and now I feel like the outsider. I guess I feel like the Yankee fan last year. It's just so weird. Like, the Mets are going for these, like, little $2 million signings. Guys you never heard of. And stay the so course. They could crack the news. I'm like, the Yankees are going out getting the big fish. And Josh, really stay, the, stay, the stay the course.
0: Stay the course because you got—you had Mary Buckmas. You had all these Christmas gifts to unwrap the last two Decembers, and what did it turn into once you got to October? Nothing. Stay the course. I've been on record saying David Stearns is a smart man, right? He's he's building the foundation right now. They do have the owner with all the money to go make the big splash, like a Yamamoto. If Yamamoto wants to team up with Kodai Senga, like he said, he wants to have a Japanese teammate. They have the money to go pay him two hundred fifty million with a forty million dollars signing fee and uh, make it a seven eight year contract so that he finishes his, his career here. Stay the course, right? It doesn't all have to be flashy all the time. And I think Steve Cohen learned, hey, I can't come in here as a new owner and think I could buy my way to a World Series. He literally said, I'm not going to put a team out there that's going to embarrass us. And him being such a smart businessman, I think he realized you need someone with the actual expertise. All of us are fans. We can't run a team. Like none of us can. And that's why we're fans and we talk on the fan and we go to the stadium and we tweet or whatever. Give it time. David Stearns is not—it's—it's not microwavable, right? He's cooking a meal. He's preparing a meal that might be a meal that Mets fans can eat for decades. You feel me? Mm,
3: But one big thing is also the hype, right? You have to have the hype going into the season. The Giants, right? As the the seasons ended, you had right. You had that. Oh, at least the Giants. At least the Jets are here. Not too much hype for the Mets right now. I
0: understand the hype. Two, because you have to sell tickets. This is a new regime. Um, you you have to have a buzz because you need the fan base to be excited about the season. But it's December eighth. There are still free agents out there. There are still trades that can happen. There's still more that can be done by the time opening day comes in late March. It's just right now the Yankees, the Yankees were at the front of the line for Juan Soto. If the Yankees mess that up. We'd be on the fan right now. If that trade didn't go through, and then one of the other nine teams that inquired about Juan Soto, if they, we would be tearing them apart. We would be calling for Cashman's job. We'd be calling for how to sell the team. We, we would be, it, would, it would be the converse. It would be the complete opposite of the elation that Yankee fans have right now. It's tough because, honestly, what the Mets do and what the Yankees do have nothing to do with each other, but it's because we're right here. You don't see... Uh, you won't turn on the radio in cincinnati and and hear the cincinnati reds fans being like these, these these yankee fans they're full of it well whatever juan soto's only going to be there for a year cuz it has nothing to do with that right like if if we didn't share the same radio station the same newspapers the same roads and subways and tunnels and bridges it wouldn't be this constant looking you know over your shoulder this constant comparison but that's, that's just what we do. This is a baseball town. That's what we've done forever. That's what we will do forever. And, you know, I know Mets fans want to have that feeling of having one up over the Yankees. And that's why I said the Mets fan has been celebrating three years of nothing because you got a new owner that you thought was going to come in here and be buying more players than the Yankees, winning more players than the Yankees. That hasn't materialized yet.
3: And I couldn't believe that I saw on the ESPN right after the trade, did the, did the Padres win the trade? They win the trade. I don't know how people even put that out. They have, to, have to do these those things. Leave, at least you had them for a year and you gave up people you don't really need. They have they to do these things right up? now.
0: But the, the fun thing about all of this is the games will come. The games will start. And when they let the games begin, we have actual stats and at-bats and home runs and walks and strikeouts to look at. And then we'll judge, then we'll measure, Measure, and then we'll look back on things. But they have to do that right now to drum up conversation. If ESPN is talking about baseball, good. They don't really do a good job of that. And they usually don't know where to start with that.
3: And going on the Thursday night football game, they got to start flexing these type of games that I know is close. Nah. But it just can't watch these games. No, there's, just... there,
0: there's good storylines there, right? Um, I mean, the Patriots are, have seven Super Bowls the, the, or six Super Bowls. Tom Brady has seven. The Steelers have six Super Bowls. These are story franchises. These are arguably the two best franchises in the NFL. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. We're watching Bailey Zappi and Mitchell Trubisky. But when you look at the head coaches, those are two longest head coaches in football. You don't flex that game out. That was a good game. I mean, it, was, it wasn't a good game. But it was a good enough game to be on Thursday night. I watched it. And there were a lot of storylines and a lot of things. That's why I led with it coming in. I'm like, look at the Steelers. You can't lose back-to-back games to two teams that are picking in the top three of the 2024 NFL draft. You can't lose to exactly. right games. You're right. Exactly. You're right in the thick of the playoff hunt. You're right in the in the AFC wild card right now. The the, the storylines write themselves in the NFL. The NFL is undefeated because of things like this. You don't flex that game out. Now, if these were two teams with you know with one of the teams not in it. Um, without the storied history, then then maybe, but you know, I, I was perfectly fine with that storyline and Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick passes George Halas. Bill Belichick is still considered the greatest coach or one of the greatest coaches in NFL history. And as we're ready to say they're tanking, they're not tanking. They went out there motivated tonight. They went out there ready to play tonight. I heard all this about how great the Steelers' defense is. And, you know, I keep hearing all this about how great the Browns' defense is and all this about how great the Jets' defense is. You need a quarterback. Matter of fact, you need two.
3: Hmm. Because hey, the only reason they just scored all those points is because just couldn't move the ball. They had all just punted. I mean, the fans were booing down. And just really fun. <laughs> you got to defeat right? your
0: own fans. <laughs> you got to beat. You got to beat the team against you. Thanks for the call, Josh. In the NFL, in situations like this, like the Jets have, and like a lot of these teams have now, relying on second and even third string quarterbacks, you got to defeat the team you're playing against. You got to defeat the bogus ass refs, and you got to defeat your home fan base booing and rooting against you. Dave is down in Lacey, New Jersey, home of the Lions. Bro, I used to hate when we played Lacey in football. I I, I used to hate him from Pop Warner to to high school. I had one of my best games of my career against Lacey, but for the most part, they bullied me. They used to beat me up every time. <laughs>
5: yeah, they, uh, they put a good team out there every year. I, I went to Manchester, and I hated playing Lacey, too. Yeah, what Lions. do they
0: feed those boys? What's in the water down there? Some of them kids <laughs> yeah. are big. I remember getting hit sometimes. I'm like, damn. These boys they are, the are corn boys down here. They there. are some corn fed farm boys down <laughs> <laughs> here. But
5: yeah, I have I covered a kickoff at uh, Keith Elias I ended up playing for the Giants. I mm-hmm. remember he, he took it out. I had it outside contain, and I didn't have a chance. I watched him run by me.
0: <laughs> Heath Elias, that was the guy. <laughs> Could
5: not. I wasn't. I wasn't within ten yards of him. I had it outside contain. It was terrible. <laughs> but hey, uh, thanks for hitting me back on on uh, Twitter. I'm a Jersey Browns fan. We were talking about uh, Albert. Yeah. I uh, you were talking about your dad. You know about uh, how you became you know a front runner. My father, he didn't like. Uh, he liked baseball. So I'm a Yankees fan. He was a Yankees fan. But he would take me to the games, and we'd always root for the road team. I don't know if he wanted me to get beat up on the way <laughs> home, <or one. laughs> so I ended up being a Pacers fan and a Browns fan because those were the first teams I saw. You know, great. But, I love
0: to hear fandom stories. I love to hear how, yeah. when we were young, whether it was you know dad pulling you with him or your dad well, pushing you another way, or your dad not being around, you became what you became, and that yeah. stuff sticks with you through your entire life. You know,
5: I, you know, I went to my first game in '77, and then. The- Browns went crazy in '80 and looked real good, and then the late '80s was great, and it's we've it had a lot of lean years in between. So, uh, but my first uh, Pacers game, I was Chuck Person went crazy, so I was just like I was in awe of him. So, and then all the Reggie Miller years. So, but Halliburton is it, man? He is the real
0: deal. Watching him play, he's really and, coming uh, into his own. I've been, I mean, I've been aware of him, but like the way he's playing in the NBA now. He's yeah. reaching superstardom. Yeah, he shouldn't they, even be no, on the Pacers. that's
5: no, you know. what's up. I tell you what, you know, I loved Sabonis and losing him last year, but getting Halliburton in healed form was great. But the Pacers started four guys under six five last year.
0: Can't win like that.
5: No, and then when they got they got Bruce Brown, he's playing great, and they got. I mean, the third youngest team. Yeah, in the Brucey league. B. They look. They look fantastic. They got to
0: play. We'll be topping out there.
5: Uh, Dunker's I mean, delight. How how are they? They're scoring the most points in the league and giving up the second most points <laughs> in the league. You know,
6: yeah.
5: I mean, they, they can beat some teams, but they you know, Tyrese Maxey putting up fifty on them, uh, uh, Giannis put up fifty on them. Uh, and uh, Miles Turner was talking tonight. He
0: said that you know it's funny. His quote was, uh, "We don't have Hollywood guys," um, and it's funny they're about to go play the guys from Hollywood yeah. uh, in in the Lakers. But yeah, um, these guys are these these guys live in Indiana. They can't be Hollywood. But even even though he's sitting there in all black suit, black shades, looking, he looks blue. like
5: a million dollars, don't He, <laughs> he looks good, man. You know, I, I just I love the team. I you know they're young and they they play hard and they play hard every night. So
0: I hope they win it. Uh, I hope they win it. I remember yeah, the, the Rick too. Schmidt days.
5: Uh, um, oh, the, the, yeah. See, my biggest I was I love loved Reggie Miller, um, uh, Dale Davis, Antonio Davis, Rick Smith. Mark Jackson, I, I love watching George. all those guys. Man. Paul, <laughs> Paul George was fantastic, you know. And Roy uh, Hibbert, uh, I don't know what happened to him, man. The guy was seven I point. saw you know, Roy Hibbert
0: hype. recently. I, I, I think he does either a podcast or a show. I was like, I gotta check him out. Yeah, what's Roy just, Hibbert been up to right now? He does something.
5: But yeah, I tell you what, if it wasn't it wasn't for uh, the Heatles, man, I, that, that, that those Pacers yeah. team should have won. You know, but. I, and like I said, thanks again for hitting me back, man. Jersey Browns fan. If you uh, you know you want to follow me, I'd love that, bro.
0: Yeah, I'll follow you back. I try to interact <laughs> with people on Twitter, but people are ruining it for good people like yourself. Thanks for the call, Dave. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. I I try to be someone online that is accessible, reachable. I'm no better than anybody else, and. You know, my career before I got into radio was in social media. So I just look at it differently because I used to be tweeting behind the MTV account. I used to be tweeting behind the MTV2 account. I have built brand accounts from zero to hundreds of thousands of followers doing social media. I worked at Fubo TV. I built their online channels up from nothing. I worked at Rock Nation. I could log into Todd Gurley's Instagram, Leonard Fournette's Instagram. The Rock Nation channels, but honestly, Rock Nation—they were really like uptight about, and and as they should be, they had a lot to protect. They were were really uh, secure on like who could log into the accounts and do what behind the brand name, because as you've seen, so many accounts do things and mess up. Like, and it, this wasn't even a mistake, but this is just a recent one. Adidas tweeted out something against Kevin Durant, and they deleted it. So, Adidas. Um, Adidas, uh, long and short, before I take another call here before we go to break, Adidas has Anthony Edwards under their brand. And, you know, it's funny, right? Because as I was thinking about Adidas and how, you know, even the Michael Jordan Air movie, if you watch that, like it made me think about like the Mets and the Yankees and brands. There's something to be said about a guy just wants to wear Nikes. A guy just don't want to wear Adidas. Or maybe a guy wants to be different and be the Adidas guy and not just go with everybody else and wear Nikes. The same applies for the Mets and Yankees. Some of these players just want to put on the Yankee uniform. Some of these guys can't see themselves playing in New York at all, like Otani said. Maybe Yamamoto wants to be a Met. Maybe Yamamoto wants to be a Yankee. But quickly back to this Adidas thing. Adidas, whoever the admin was, whoever the young person was, that had the privilege and the opportunity as their job to tweet for Adidas, Um, Kevin Durant responded to Anthony Edwards' campaign where they're interviewing him, launching his new shoe. And they asked Anthony Edwards, who's one of the young players coming up in the league, I love his game, I think he's a freak. I I mean, I think this kid is, is really one of the guys. And they asked him, you know, who would you want to see lace up your sneakers? Who would you want to see wear your sneakers? And guys do this all the time. Guys wore Jordans, guys wore LeBron's, guys guys wore Kobe's, guys wore Ky- uh, Kyrie's kicks. And he says KD. KD has his own shoe. I have a few pairs of KD's shoes. I think KD is up to like the KD 16 or 17 now. But KD responded to the video and he says, you won't ever see me put a big toe in them MFers. So that's just how KD talks on Twitter, and I respect KD for his Twitter approach, his brand online. I think he tweets more than any other professional athlete and lives on Twitter more than anybody we've ever seen that is that good at their sport. That gives you access. That's what I'm talking about. As a radio host, I'm trying to give people access to me. It is me actually there. But Adidas responded, and they said, you Dusty about to retire soon anyway. And people loved it. People retweeted it, responded to it, laughed. You're supposed to evoke some kind of emotion when you do these things. They don't turn the radio off. They don't turn the Internet off. This is entertainment, folks. If you're not getting some type of reaction out of people, you're not doing the job. So this person, I'm sure, got in trouble. I'm sure this person was reprimanded. They ended up deleting the tweet and then they followed it up and said, meant to send that from the burner account. Another joke at Kevin Durant that's a little lighter because we all know Kevin Durant famously made a mistake tweeting something from his burner account, and then we learned that Kevin Durant was on burners. But I used to be that person. I used to work in social media when I was in the city from 2014 to about 2021, which I also did that for John Boy, right? I helped lay the foundation for what is John Boy Media digitally right now. I don't ask for credit for it. I don't look for people to celebrate me for it because it was a job and I was a fan of John Boy and those guys and I was just happy to be a part of lifting them up out of Yankees Twitter. But I was one of the first people tweeting from at John Boy Media, posting on the Instagram. I was one of the first people tweeting on Talking Yanks and posting on the Instagram and YouTube and making videos and putting out content. Same thing with Talking Baseball, which is huge now, but I was anonymously doing it. So now that I have my own personal brand, now that I'm, I'm I'm built up to 34,000 followers on at Keith McPherson on Twitter, should I just pass off my social media to a, an agency? No. I know how to play the game. So when you tweet at Keith McPherson and you say some reckless stuff, you might get a response. From Keith McPherson, I'm a real person like you. I have a phone just like you. The difference between, you know, real life and and Twitter, people think I'm mad on Twitter. I'm sitting on the couch with my cat laying on me. I'm watching ESPN, and I'm tweeting and trolling and firing back and sending shots at people because this is fun. This is all a part of the game. Billy's in Wontog. What's up, Billy? You're on the fan. Hey, Keith. How are you? Fantastic. Happy to be here. Happy to be doing this job, taking calls from people like yourself. Excellent. I got two
2: questions for you. My first question is, and I'll be honest with you, I'm a Mets fan, but I want to ask about the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Do you think they gave up too much for Juan Soto? Being that, I mean, God forbid. Listen, I'm not a Yankee yeah. hater. In the future, I'm a Mets fan. if he
0: leaves and he signs, in theory, if he leaves and he signs with the Dodgers. Did they exactly. give up too much for him if Michael King becomes an all-star and Johnny Brito and Randy Vasquez? No, the answer is absolutely not. No. You don't think so? Okay, No, I I was laughing that that was, I think, Cashman fleeced them finessed, right? The whole fact that the reports were talk stalled and they stalled around Michael King. I had a five-hour KM to AM Tuesday, and I didn't really want to talk about it, but what I really said was this, this trade can't be held up over Michael King, and it wasn't. They were playing the game. That was a tactic to make them think, all right, deal breaker over this guy he pitched for us last year. But then they didn't ask for more. They could have gotten more. It started off talking about Dominguez and Volpe and Peraza and Clark Schmidt and Michael King. And then we got down to Michael King, Drew Thorpe, who hasn't entered Major League Baseball, Johnny Brito and Randy Vasquez, who had a few starts last year breaking into Major League Baseball, and Kyle Higashioka, who there's no room for anyway. We have too many catchers. Cashman won. That's the Cashman that we trust. In cash we trust. Cash is back in the circle of trust now. People are back saying, okay, that's the cash god. Cash stood up for himself at the GM meetings, and we said, go do your job then. Show us better than you can tell us. And that first move and the Verdugo move, they gave up nothing for Verdugo. If Verdugo comes out here and has a bounce-back year and hits, I don't know, 15, 20 homers in Yankee Stadium and bats 280 and helps the Yankees, come on, like, we're we're gonna we're not no one's gonna care about Greg Weissard and Dick Fitz.
2: And I gotta be honest, I saw the uh Projected Yankees lineup and
0: it looks pretty good with both of them in there. Yeah, it's great. Thanks for the segue and thanks for the call. So, I mean, I don't know, folks. No nobody knows. I, I was looking at this podcast that I follow on Instagram, and they're clearly not Yankee fans, and they're the the um The projected lineup that they put out, just like, it didn't make me cringe. But my response to the post, and I got to go try and find it. But my response to the post was, the Yankees change their lineup every day. And I don't think they'll ever put out this lineup. And I got to go find that one so that I can, um, you know, follow this up. But I saw the Yes Network put out Alex Verdugo leading off. Aaron Judge batting second. Juan Soto batting third. John Carlos Stan batting fourth. Anthony Rizzo batting fifth. Glaber Torres batting sixth. DJ LeMayu batting seventh. Jose Trevino batting eighth. And Anthony Volpe batting ninth. Possible. Okay. Then I saw MLB Network put out DJ LeMayu leading off. Juan Soto batting second. Aaron Judge batting third. Anthony Rizzo batting fourth. Glaber Torres batting fifth. John Carlos Stan batting sixth. Alex Verdugo batting 7th, Trevino slash Wells at 8, and Volpe at 9. I also don't know why folks think that Trevino is going to platoon with Wells or, like, take a back seat to Wells. Uh, I I mean, I know Wells popped up, and we saw the left-handed power, and, you know, he's a top prospect or whatever. But like that's not going to happen. Okay, here's the lineup, and it was, and no disrespect to these these folks, they do a good job on Twitter. The game day MLB, three hundred twenty eight thousand followers. How they got there, I don't know. Sometimes people buy followers. Uh, believe uh, half of what you see, none of what you hear. They put out a projected lineup of DJ Lemayu leading off, Glaber Torres batting second, Juan Soto batting third, Aaron Judge batting fourth, Anthony Rizzo batting fifth, John Carlos Stan batting sixth, Alex Verdugo batting seventh. Anthony Volpe batting eighth and Austin Wells batting ninth, and and I said to that, I said that's what I said. I'm like the Yankees change their lineup every day, and I don't think they'll ever run this lineup out there. There's like three different spots that I'm like, no, nah, that's not gonna no. But what do I know? Like I said, I used to joke that the Yankees make a different lineup every day, like we make nine leg parlays every day, thinking they're gonna hit, and one leg hits, one one hitter gets a gets a knock, one guy has a good game. <laughs> All right, eight seven seven three three seven. Keith McPherson on the fan, KM to 2 a.m. We're talking Juan Soto, Yamamoto. Uh, We've hit on Tyrese Halliburton. He was my big shot of the night. He balled. The Pacers will face the Lakers in the NBA Cup in-season tournament final. Uh, Yankee fans are going to boo Juan Soto if he goes 0 for 4 You can't mute the Bronx cheer. You can't call for a vow of silence. And it should not bother him if he wants to be a Yankee. He's a dog. He'll be just fine. Happy belated birthday to Pete Alonso. It was his birthday yesterday. The Mets have not spoken to Pete Alonso about a contract extension, but they did sign Jorge Lopez for $2 million coming up this year. I'll mix a couple more things in as we close the night. I've got about 25 minutes left, so let's break and I'll take my last calls. We'll be right back.
4: Tune in is the audio
0: platform with something for everyone.
5: Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024. Brought to you by Team Mobile. You can count on Team Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.
1: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medalla, is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor, you are a fighter. Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Call us
4: 877 337 6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus.
0: Yeah, yeah. Keith McPherson on the fan, duh c Max coming up next. I got about 20 minutes to bring it home. Then I'm going home. And, you know, the way my home is set up, I got to tiptoe in there because if you wake the baby up, wake my wife up, then I'm the bad guy. You need me to be the bad guy. What you looking at? Uh, One thing I wanted to add was they put out a little winter meetings, notable moves. The Yankees won the winter meetings, folks. With the move of Juan Soto, obviously, but also Verdugo, the Yankees won the winter meetings. But do remember... Jaime uh, Candelario went to the Reds. Eric Fetty went to the White Sox. Marco Gonzalez to the Pittsburgh Pirates. Jared Kelnick to the Braves. Craig Kimbrell to the O's. Wade Miley to the Brew Crew. And Kirby Yates to Texas. Those were the notable moves from winter meetings. Let's take as many calls as I can get in in this next 20 minutes. John in Montville, New Jersey. You're on the fan.
6: Hey, Keith. Thanks for taking my call. Just heading home from work. Figured I'd give you a ring. Love your show. Thank you. Just wanted to, yeah, just wanted to make two quick points. First one: Do you think Senga being on the Mets helps their cause or hurts their cause? Because I see it differently. I know you said you know he wants to have a Japanese teammate, but do you think he wants to share that spotlight, or do you think he'd rather be on the Yankees and have his own spotlight? You're, you
0: know, you, you sound, you sound like you've got the playbook from um, Tanaka talking to um, Yamamoto on Monday. Like, listen, like. You don't. You don't need to have another Japanese player on your team in in the rotation. We have the number eighteen, the Japanese number for the ace, waiting for you, and you'll be the guy. And you've got all the help and resources you can get. Matsui. I met Matsui at the stadium last year. Matsui is around, and ta- Tanaka has no problem popping back up, and they have a ton of resources here. Where I think that that report came out now, so many weeks ago. I don't know if that is. Going to really be a, 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 a factor in all of this when it comes up this week.
6: Gotcha. My second point was about Soto. Uh, you know, I hear Evan. I hear these Mets fans. You know, it's a rental. Good luck this year. You better win it this year. It's all about the money, I guess. But I, I first of all, I don't see him. Let's say he had sixty home runs. You know, he's got the short right field porch. <laughs> let's yeah. say they make it, They make it. <laughs> they make a deep playoff run. He's in New York. You know, Maybe they don't win the World Series, but they get close. Why would he then decide, to, you know what, I'm going to go to the Mets in New York nope. across town. First of all, 60% of fans in New York are going to hate you right off the bat. So I think by him going to the Yankees, that eliminates the Mets altogether. Yeah. I know they're saying the money's going to do it, but I can see the Dodgers. I can see other teams, but I just can't see him saying, you know what, I'm going to stay in New York and go yeah, across Yeah, I, I, like I, I heard a Mets fan Adam.
0: call in and say that it... – He's 1,000% hitting free agency. I'm like, 1,000%? Like, who are you to say that this guy doesn't come here where his dad rooted for the Yankees, his uncle rooted for the... If you look at this kid's Instagram, he's a child. He's 25. He's still young. He changed his whole Instagram. He, I don't even know if he's gotten to New York yet. He's changed his whole Instagram to, to show he's a Yankee. Thanks for the call, John. Who's to say he's not absolutely enamored with the Yankee way, with George M. Steinbrenner Field down there in Tampa. With what the Yankees can show him being a Yankee. He he might love Aaron Judge. He might love Garrett Cole. Those guys have all met at the All-Star Games every year. John Carlos Stanton, Jason Dominguez, De Mio personal, Mio a young Dominican player coming up that probably idolizes him. He might love having, okay, I've always been the young guy, but now I can be with this young guy coming up. I can share the outfield with him. Dominicans like the Red Sox. They like the Yankees. Are y'all familiar with the Bronx? I know a lot of times y'all go to the stadium and don't go any further. There's a ton of Dominicans in the Bronx. <laughs> it might be the Dominican capital. I can't I can't understand how I hear so much today that, oh, it's a foregone conclusion because he's a Scott Boris. Con-. Scott Boris works for him. He could tell Scott Boris, hey, you know, it's only money. I know I'm going to have enough money to take care of my family for another 5,000 years. I really do like it here. This is better than I dreamed of. And I did a stream today on Bleacher Report where I said, you know what, it's hard to win the World Series, but there's parity in baseball. I don't believe the Rangers are winning it next year. I don't think the Astros are winning it next year. I don't know if the Orioles can win 100 games again. I don't know if Tampa's going to be there. I don't know if the Blue Jays are going to be there, even if they get Otani. But I know this: if the Yankees go through a run in October and this guy gets to feel what the Bronx Zoo is like, it's going to be very enticing. And if they do get to a World Series, even more. If they win a World Series and he goes through the parade, even more. It's not like I just—I just keep hearing all these people talk about money, and money isn't everything. I feel like there's people coming off like the the corny dudes, the lame ass dudes that think like, "Yo." I'm finally getting money now. I got a good job now. Why, why am I not pulling any chicks? Why am I not getting all the girls? Why can't why can't I attract a girl? Why can't I swipe right and get a girl after I take her out? Why can't I go to a bar and pull any hoes? Because it's not about just the money, dummy. I was getting girls when I was broke. Always. Standard. Anthony's in Stratford, Connecticut. Anthony, what's up, man? You're on the fan. You're coming a little scratchy. Oh, uh, hey! Can you hear me? Yeah, I don't know if you're on speaker, AirPods. Yeah, yeah, now. yeah. You're good.
6: Yep.
2: Yeah. Sorry about that. Uh,
0: first time, long time. Uh, twenty-two
2: years old. Listening to schmooze my whole life. Coming around on you. Uh, well, twenty-two years old. You couldn't have
0: listened to the schmooze your whole life. Oh, yes, you could have. Well.
2: Yeah. Yeah. My whole life. Uh, you know, from the time I was like six or seven. I got that months. backwards.
0: It's getting late. I'm getting tired. I'm like a 22-year-old yeah, not a problem, kid. Not a problem He was on back in the, yeah, good. Yeah, I, yeah, I but, love yeah my Steve, whole man. life. So I you hope know, you heard it's, Steve it's on with me. It's been a journey me. with
2: you and, uh, you know, really appreciating your point of view and everything.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, I had Steve on on Tuesday. I hope you caught that.
2: I did. I did. Uh, right. You know, generally up late. I um, wanted to talk a little about Yamamoto. I think that uh, Yankee fans, that you should be, are high on Soto, right? Mets fan here, watch him kill us for years in, uh, in Washington. And I think that he's gonna do great for you guys. Um, talking to some friends, think that Yamamoto coming, uh, on the hot stove for the Mets and Yankees is only good for baseball, right? The fact that we're all talking about him,
6: mm-hmm.
2: Um, I think that it's really interesting. The fact that we have heard nothing about any of the pitching cross or, or any of the pitching free agents, Blake, right? So the cause... fact that Snell. Yeah right, Cy Young winner, nobody has said boo about
0: him. Jordan Montgomery, World Series winner?
2: Yes, nothing. Uh, Eduardo
0: Rodriguez did sign with the Arizona Diamondbacks. He wasn't in that graphic that I read, but that's a big move. Um,
2: It is. I just think that it's the caliber of Yamamoto, right? You have an NL NL Cy Young winner, and nobody's saying anything about him, right? I think that the sweepstakes for Yamamoto, I don't think that, you know, we're really ready for that, and the fact that he's probably coming – to one of the two New York teams. I think it's just great for New York baseball.
0: It is. Thank you for the call, Anthony. I mean, did you guys see the whole thing with Ken Rosenthal and even the article with Buster Only and these guys talking about Otani and, like, what he owes to the sport? It's so ridiculous. Like, let's talk about that for a second. Like, these reporters and these old-school baseball guys are completely missing the mark on Otani wanting to be secretive. No, I do think it's a little ridiculous that the Dodgers met with him and then, you know, Dodgers fans and even the Dodgers people got mad at Dave Roberts for going to the winter meetings and when interviewed and asked about Otani. He said, yeah, we met with him for three hours. The the meeting is done. You're not meeting with him again. And that shouldn't cancel you out if he absolutely wants to stay out there in L.A. and become a Dodger. I don't think Dave Roberts ruined it for you. But to think that Shohei Otani should be acting like LeBron James or Kevin Durant with his decision on where he's going to go to give baseball more light? I disagree with it a ton. Otani's not American. He's got different values and principles coming from Japan. He's not looking for the pomp and circumstance. And baseball has had a problem marketing their own players way before we ever heard of the Japanese Babe Ruth. They can't market Mike Trout because some of these ball players just want to play ball. They don't want the spotlight. They don't want the followers. They don't want the interviews. They don't want to be Hollywood. They just want to play baseball every day and mind their business, make their money, take care of their family and not be interviewed a ton. They want their privacy. So I saw that Ken Rosenthal said that um, it's reached a level of absurdity, but I think like, You know, Buster only, he was responding to Buster only criticizing the fact that, like, this is the biggest name in the sport, and, like, the sport needs this. Uh, But it's just like, shut up already. We're going to find out this week, most likely. And the reason that we haven't heard about, like, Blake Snell or these other guys, there's an order of operation here, folks. The big fish got to land. That's why I also laughed, too. I laughed my ass off that Juan Soto got done before Otani. Because that shows you the Yankees are standing on business. They're getting it done. They don't care about where Otani's going. They knew they weren't getting Otani. They knew that the first time. They probably didn't even check for him the second time. But everybody thought we had to find out where Otani was signing first, the big fish, and then everybody, you know, oh, because if you miss out on Otani, you can you can try and get Juan Soto. No, the Yankees were in the front of the line. They didn't let anybody else get in line. Joe's in Brooklyn. What's up, Joe? You're on the fan. What's up,
2: Keith? What up, what up? What a fan. love
0: the show. Thanks, thanks. Thanks for
2: listening. I just, not really so much a question, more of a comment. You were talking about the lineups. The last couple of years I feel like we've been getting killed because we have all these power hitters and it, it's great. I love Judge, I love Stan. I'm excited for Soto. But uh I feel like we need to get some of these these younger contact guys up in front of the lineup, get some guys on base doesn't really help I'll,
0: us when... I'll say this, no matter what, and I I, I think Evan was saying this, and I uh, completely agree. No ma- Or maybe BT was saying this, actually. No matter what, Juan Soto and Aaron Judge hit in the first inning of every game. Whoever the leadoff hitter is, whether it be DJ LeMayo because of his experience or Volpe because he takes another step forward, if they want to try Verdugo there, I highly doubt that. I don't see Verdugo as... That type of guy getting, like, the most at-bats on the team? And I don't know who else you would want. I know we've seen, like, Gleyber Torres and Rizzo lead off. Now, what I hope this year is that Juan Soto is the stabilizing piece that, like, gives us a consistent lineup every day so we don't have to change the lineup every series, every couple days. Like, can we just consistently have a top uh, three, four, five guys that you see every game and keep it consistent so that they can help each other? so that we know who's protecting who. They can, they can you know, if if one guy strikes out, they can walk to the next guy from the uh, on-deck circle and say, hey, yeah, yeah, look out for the off-speed stuff. Or, you know, whatever it is. Like, can we have some consistency? Because I feel like they sucked last year. They couldn't score last year because it was a different lineup every day. And I know people say, oh, that doesn't matter anymore, blah, blah. It does matter. And I, and I use the analogy of if you went to work and you had to sit somewhere different every day, it would throw you off. We, we're humans. We need consistency we need schedule we need regimen we need things to be in a, in, a, in an order to have success yeah no i i
2: totally agree i just want to see so, some more of our contact hitters like
0: like like who yeah, like- no
2: there- I mean even even guys with uh, you know, lower averages like Trevino, they're not trying to hit the ball out of the park nah, every Hell no, nah. I love Some, Trevi. I just was kicking it with him Saturday. He is in
0: the bottom of the order. Hell no, you're not putting him at the top of the line Thanks Board for the someone. call, Joe. Nah, hell nah. Kyle from Brooklyn, you just hung up. Call back, bro. I'm getting I'm getting through all my calls. I, I'm I'm watching the clock. We got six minutes left. Six minutes, Dougie Fresh, you're on. No. Um you, you have you have two of the most feared, maybe arguably the two most feared hitters in the game. Why? Are, I feel like we're overthinking this, and that's what we do as fans. You know, people are coming up with their takes and their thoughts, so you got to overthink this. I I read through the different lineups that people are coming up with. I hope Juan Soto is the stabilizing bat, and if he desires to be the third hitter and Aaron Judge is most comfortable batting second, fine. And I know the thought is Juan Soto's going to work walks. Why have him behind Judge? They're going to have to pitch to Judge. Like you, know, you, The whole thing is don't you want somebody on base for when Judge comes up so he's hitting less solo shots? Man, either either way, we're we're, we're going to have a lot of fun this year watching those guys at the top of the order. I just want to see if DJ – can can you know be more of the guy we saw at the end of the year and not the beginning of the year? Maybe he keeps a, a communication with Sean Casey. I don't know. I I don't see DJ as much of a texter. And maybe there's some type of Morse code or something and beep boop beep, beep for the machine that Sean Casey can send him from uh, one heart's way and Sea Caucus where the MLB network is. <laughs> but yeah, can DJ be that guy? Because if he's not. Man, I give I give Volpe like two or three months into the season until he looks like a different hitter. The kid is working, and uh, I think Volpe really has a chance. And I know, I'm, I'm biased. Jer- Jersey guy, uh, I, think, I think Volpe, what we saw of him last year, you literally saw a guy facing major league hitting for the first time, and they jerked him around. And I had a take that people disagreed with, but I don't think they got the full take. They didn't listen to the full show. I said the Yankees failed Anthony Volpe. This kid was 21, turned 22 during the season. He should have stayed at the bottom of the order. But when guys got hurt and they needed something, they wanted to lean on him. And I think that messed him up. He 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 was in uh he, he had to lead off for a little while. He was in the sixth spot, the seventh spot, the eighth spot, the ninth spot. Man, leave the kid in a, in one spot. And I felt like there were multiple games where he came down to being like the last out. I think like this year, they're going to start him off at the bottom, and he's going to be a sneaky nine hitter when the lineup turns over to be make this kind of like a double um, leadoff hitter. And I know LeMayu doesn't have the speed, he's not your prototypical leadoff hitter. But if he can get back to being the machine automatic with runners in scoring position like he was, and, and just give us some slap singles, a couple doubles, you know, the occasional homer, if he can get back to being the batting title guy that's going to hit 300 not hit 230, then he can be the leadoff hitter in front of Judge Soto. Or if these guys talk and they say, hey, nah, you know, let's switch off. You be the two-hitter. I'll be the the third guy. That can happen. That can change, right? When Kyrie and James Harden got together, they switched up. And and Kyrie said, no, you be the point guard. James Harden, you run the one. I'll be the two. And it worked out. But everybody said, oh, Kyrie's a point guard. Harden's a – you do what works best for the team and, and these guys are smart baseball guys. They want to win. They're going to figure it out. Let's go to Jack and Lacey. What's up, Jack? You're on the fan. We got Lacey checking in. The Lacey Lions. They 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 yes, listen sir. To, they listen to Keith McPherson. I'm telling you, them boys used to batter and bruise oh, me like bloody when that football game ended, playing them. I had one good get back, my junior year.
1: Okay. <laughs> um, I remember I remember back in the day we had some pretty good teams, but when I was in high school they weren't. Weren't great. Probably sat around five hundred yeah. most of the
0: time. You know, it goes. It what goes around comes around. But yeah, you guys had That's some right. good football teams when I was playing. Um. Yeah. I just wanted
1: to talk about um, Juan Soto, Keith. This trade is so huge for this fan base. Yeah. Because we haven't had a guy in this lineup that I, I, since Stanton, who has been such a disappointment. Yep. You know, like it's 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 refreshing for us to finally feel like we're the Yankees again. You know, they've been flexing Josh Donaldson and, (laughs) you know, and just...
0: Even getting, like, Anthony Rizzo, that's not, you know...
1: Right, exactly. Joey Gallo
0: was a complete fail, complete miss.
1: Yep. And, you know, somehow our GM tried to... uh, defend it but he redeemed himself with this trade I, you know he everybody knew he was kind yeah, of on the hot they got seat.
0: uncomfortable you need to have uncomfortable conversations to create progress you need to shake things up a little bit and say okay like I I, I think really they got in that meeting and how how said I'll do what I got to do I'll do my part Push, we got, We. we, you know what, Brian? Yeah. You know, we trusted you to do these little crafty things and find the Gio Urshelas and Luke Voits of the world, the Mike Talkman's and and Tyler Wades. It it isn't working. We're the Yankees. The Yankees are so famous, they don't need names on the back of their jerseys. Go get the best players. Juan Soto is one of the best players in the game, definitely one of the best young players, a perennial all-star, and now you pair him with Aaron Judge, and like I said, high tide raises all ships. All of these guys are going to step their game up. I bet we see a better John Carlos Stanton. I bet you Anthony Rizzo can't wait to show people that he's not done playing. DJ LeMayu is another guy that looks at himself as a batting champ. Uh, you know, I, I think it's going to help all of these guys. They're all they're all going to be motivated to, to yeah. be the best versions of themselves this year.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, this this team's exciting. Obviously, we know what happened last year when they just decided to, you know everybody got hurt and no one could hit, um, but. This year's different. The only yeah. thing that scares me is the lack of pitching depth now that we, you know, lost. But there's more to do. Freedom.
0: Cashman spoke about it today. They know there's more to do. I expect to see Frankie Montas signed. Uh, Jordan mm-hmm. Hicks. It came out. Yeah. I didn't say that tonight, but there was a rumor out there that they're interested in Jordan Hicks. But there's an order of operations. Let's see what happens with Yamamoto. They're they're saying. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Passan today said Yamamoto is going to cost a uh, two hundred fifty million dollar contract, the forty million dollar signing fee, seven or eight year. Uh, length of the contract. We're going to find out whether it's uh, the Mets, whether it's the Yankees, or another team. We'll, we'll probably know by this time next week. And then other things will start to fall in place right before Christmas. They'll break for a little while. And then there's more time to do this um, before winter meetings. Uh, not winter meetings, pitchers and catchers. Thanks for calling. Thanks for listening. CMAX coming up next. I appreciate you guys for rocking with me for real. Uh, whether you feel like you hate me or whether you feel like you love me, it's all the same. There's a thin line between love and hate. It's all fun. It's all fun. I don't hate anybody. Um, I I love doing this, and uh, it's entertaining, and I'll be back tomorrow for a football Friday, and I can't wait to lay on you my uh, mirror, my parallel between the Houston Texans and the New York Jets. The Jets might not win another game. They might beat the Commanders, but after watching Bailey uh, Zappi and the Patriots, I don't know, bros. C-Mac, do your thing. Coming up next, don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Fan
4: Sports Radio 101.9 FM, the Fan! W-F-A-N, New York. Tune In is the audio platform with something for
1: everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports.
2: Back clock at four. Doncic.